0: Alright, let's look at this now. The Ahmad Kathrada Foundation releasing a statement I'm earlier this afternoon about Public Protector Busisiwe Mkwebani today and the foundation saying that it shares the growing public concern over the competence and ability of the Office of the Public Protector to discharge its constitutional and legal obligations. And this comes after Mkwebani's report found Public Enterprises Minister Pravin Gordon guilty of improper conduct related to his approval of then SARS Deputy Commissioner Ivan Pele's early retirement. And will remember, issued the report on the eve of President Cyril Ramaphosa's inauguration. We now know that Gordon has since indicated he would institute review proceedings against the Public Protector's report and findings, including the proposed remedial action. Let's now speak to Nishan Bolton, who is the Executive Director at the Ahmad Kathrada Foundation. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Um, thank you, thank you for the opportunity and greetings to your listeners. Mm. Why do you believe the public protector is playing factional battles here?
1: Well, well, well our um, uh, essentially from where we sit, the these issues have been rehashed. Um, the, the charges, the, the the issues investigated have already served before at least two. Um, a, a previous review uh, assessments and were, were in fact thrown out one by the NPA themselves um, and secondly, as you were saying, the timing of, of, of this report um, was one with was one key objective was to basically smear uh, Minister Gordon, and in the process raise an issue that would um, be used to then argue against his appointment, possible reappointment, back into cabinet. Mm. And it is, it is purely for that. And I think if you look at when Karim uh, Gordhan, Ivan Pillay, and so forth, and I think Opa Mahashule submitted their responses to the public protector, I think two days before the release of her report, and, and there's no way that the investigations into their responses could have been done within 48 hours. Mm. So, in essence, I think the report was done uh, even before before their their the, the responses were were received by her, and and, and it, it was released to coincide with, with the inauguration and simply as a pressure
0: point to prevent the possible inclusion of Godan back into cabinet. And, and if you think that was the intention, uh, what do you think President Cyril Ramaphosa should do? Must he look at this report and its findings against Minister Pravin Gordon when deciding whether or not to appoint him um, into his new Cabinet, You know, given what you say now, that it, this was quite intentional, releasing this report just on the eve of the inauguration and in just a few days before the president announces his new cabinet. Uh,
1: the, the, our, our view is that, um, unlike many others who, who would want the president um, to dismiss the public protector's report, I think the president should note this, should also note that there is a review that that is going to be done on this report um, and and take that into account. Um, But secondly, the appointment of of members of Cabinet, as previous statements of the Foundation, has has, has called for people with the highest levels of integrity, men and women, who were not tainted by corruption, and by that we mean people who have either been implicated in the Zonder Commission and other inquiries for having been allegedly involved in the theft of, of state money. Mm. And if you take those two key things, um, M- 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 Tavin, um from the point of view of the foundation, has displayed the highest levels of integrity. This report does not accuse him of finding guilty of having misappropriated funding or benefited financially from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, it should not be a basis for... For, for his inclusion or exclusion into cabinet
0: uh, by the president. And What do you then say to people who argue that, well, we have other former ministers like Malus um who were found, for example, to have lied under oath and the public protector finding that he violated the executive member's ethics code. And the argument at the time was made that Malusi Gigaba must step down and, and some people are saying, well, we we can't have double standards. Perhaps even the former Minister of Public Enterprises, the president needs to think hard about whether or not he appoints him into his new cabinet, given that there's still this cloud that has been brought by this report by the public protector.
1: Well, well if you look I mean, the, 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 where, where the um, Minister Gigaba resigned, Immediately after that, on the basis of this report is is, is really is open to question mm. or whether it was the result of a number of other things, particularly the selfies or whatever the the photographic material that came out had contributed to that mm. um, but I don't think that one can equate the issues that were um, leveled at his door, which were really allegations of having unable state capture. And equate that to somebody who has stood up to state capture and displayed the highest levels of integrity, as far as as, as we are concerned, you, you can't equate the two. And simply on the basis of those kinds of, of findings, um, and, and whether or not those reports or investigations were done with, with the same intentions, and therefore find that, that both hold the same level of credibility and and waste at, at this point in time.
0: But but do you think that, you know, we have this constitutional obligation to respect the findings as binding and credible until they are set aside by, by, by a court of law? Uh, no. In other words, do you think it's fair, though, to criticize a report that hasn't been reviewed yet? I think it's fair
1: to criticize the report, mm. but I think it's also fair that we must respect that the report can only be overturned by a court of law, mm. whether or not... The, the period in between um, nullifies anybody's appointment to cabinet. Would have to be weighed up on uh, circumstances um, that, that lie, lie behind the investigation and ultimately the, 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 the actual findings themselves. If these findings were saying, were saying that uh, Pravin Gordhan was guilty of having been involved in acts of corruption, Mm. And, sh- and, and, and and a huge magnitude of maladministration, then the foundation would have been the first to have supported the um exclusion or possible exclusion for, for from consideration for cabinet at all. Mm. And that's not what this report is saying. Mm. I think if you will recall, um there was Minister Ayanda Dodlo one or two others where the public protected also found them to be Um, I'm not sure what the exact details were but that did not lead to to that particular exclusion so the mere fact that there is a finding doesn't necessarily mean that the the, the sanction itself that would need to be considered is is one that you would exclude a person from holding a particular post. I'm not sure that also as I I say all of this whether in fact Fabin Kodan himself um wants to or, or has any intentions of going back into cabinet himself. Mm. But it's purely from the point of view of principle that the Foundation from the time when Cassada was alive to the time of Cassada's death has stood with him on issues of principle and we do so today as well.
0: And we we know about these damning cod findings against the public protector in other matters and I wonder what you think of these findings and what they do to the credibility of this crucial Chapter 9 institution.
1: Well, if you take uh, the previous public protection, right, there were one or two reports that were taken on review um, and, and where they were challenged. So the, 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 the Constitutional Court um, clarification on the, the need to... To, to only have the, the rulings of a public protector overturned by a court, I think was an important principle. And But when that happens on a consistent basis, and when the court doesn't only nullify the ruling, but also questions the credibility of the public protector herself mm-hmm. and her competence, then I think it becomes an issue of concern. When When those two go together, then they raise issues of fundamental concern for us.
0: Mm. There are other organizations that have made a similar call, Mr. Balton, for Parliament to review her fitness. That's the Public Protector's Fitness to Hold Office. The SACP, KSEC, even Freedom Under Law, they've all come out um, to say that you know her integrity is questionable and therefore Parliament needs to set up an inquiry to look at her fitness to hold office. And then you've got people who come out and say, look, the argument that they make also is that the organizations and what they are doing now, including the Foundation and the SACP and CASIC and Freedom Under Law, what all these organizations are doing is not too different to what some pro-Zuma organizations did when the former public protector, Tulima Donsela, released the Nkandla report finding that Zuma violated his oath of office. How do you then react to that argument
1: no, it, it's a case of looking at the merits of each case. Mm. Uh, the Encandela one was very clear, was very thorough. Here you have the EPSA report where mm. the where the courts actually found the public protector not understanding the law and her own uh, abilities to want to then change legislation, and that's a fundamental misunderstanding of her of, of her powers. And and when when those kinds of of uh, infringements continue or misunderstandings continue it does raise issues of competence um, and and I think that given that there are probably a, a couple of those cases that have now come through, you then have a body of evidence that now needs to be tested by Parliament on the issue of a competence and mm. ultimately it would be parliament through so its own mechanisms should it decide to go this route that would the only body that can can deal with this matter
0: mm. Nishan Bolton, Executive Director at the Ahmad Katrada Foundation. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And I wonder what you make of all of that. These organizations coming out and saying that...